Let your spirit be with us now. Yeah.
chapter 11 verse 6 and then if you will find the gospel as recorded by St. John chapter 11 verse 21 and 11 and verse 6 these are the words that you find there but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And then from the gospel as recorded by St. John chapter 11, verses 21 and 22. And these words, Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Amen. I want to talk for a few moments from this subject. I want to talk about next level faith. Next level faith. Uh, my brothers and my sisters, we 
are living in a time when our faith has to play a greater role in our lives than ever before. I can't imagine, I, I can't imagine living in the world that we live in now without faith. A faith that somehow assures me that God is still on the throne. A faith that causes me to be able to get up out of the bed every morning knowing that everything is still in God's hands. Oh, look at it, look at it. Putin has access to a nuclear button and in his crazy state could decide to press it any moment. But my faith tells me that God is still on the throne. Laws that are being passed to take back freedom that our poor parents died for, but still my faith says God is still on the throne. Many have died and we are still living with the effects of a virus that some still say does not exist. But I'm glad that God is still on the throne. Food is short, gas is short, and money is even shorter. But in spite of all these things, I believe that there is a God who rules earth and heaven. And in him we'll find relief from pain and care. It's all a matter of faith. Hebrews plainly teaches us what faith is. Read it sometimes. It tells us what faith is. And if you ask a serious Bible student, they will quickly quote this right out of the Bible. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And brothers and sisters, that is a good answer. It is the right answer and is right out of the word of God. But what if I'm not a Bible student? What, what if I'm not one of those who are familiar with the word? What if I have not matured to the point where I understand Bible language? Can you break it down for me? Can you put it where I can get it? What is? Faith. Let me give it a shot. Faith is taking another step, although you can't see the ground in front of you. Faith is thanking God for what you are about to receive when there is no food in the house. Faith is leaving the house to go take care of bills without any money in your pocket. Faith is encouraging your children to go to college when you know you ain't got the money to send them. Faith 
standing at your wit's end, singing with confidence, the Lord will make a way somehow. Now that's faith. That's faith. That's faith. It's the language of the church. You stay around the church long enough and you're going to hear all of these cliches about faith. And, and uh, you stay around long enough, you can spot them off at the drop of a hat. Needless to say, we have to grow in our faith. Yes, the Bible talks about mustard seed faith, but it never meant for you to get stuck on mustard seed faith. I just said something. I say the Bible talks about mustard seed faith, but it never meant for you to be satisfied with just having mustard seed faith ought to grow. Are y'all hearing? The more we mature, the more our faith ought to grow. And that starts with believing God. Hear me good now. I'm not talking about just believing in God. I'm talking about believing God. Are y'all hearing me? Learning how to trust him. Learning how to put your weight on him. Are y'all hearing me? The word today declares that it is impossible to please God without faith. Let me break it down for you. Let me break it down for you. you you've got to have faith to even believe that God exists. Are y'all hearing me? If you cannot believe that he exists, you will never believe that in the beginning he created anything. Are y'all hearing this? If you don't believe that he exists, if you can't believe he exists, you will never believe that he separated the day from the night. If you can't believe that he exists, you will never believe that he made man from the dust of the earth. If you don't believe that he exists, you will never believe that he gave his son to die in your place. You got to believe that he is. Got to believe that he exists. It takes faith. And then you've got to believe, according to the word, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Are y'all hearing me? Once you believe that he is, you've got to believe that he will do what he says he will do. I wonder if I got at least one witness in the house that believes that God will do exactly what he says he will do. You've got to believe that serving the Lord, you've got to believe that. You've you got to believe that serving the Lord will pay off after a while. You, you, you've got to believe that he will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. That, that You've got to believe that. There won't be room to receive it. You've got to believe that he loves you so much that he gave his only son to die in your place. You've got to believe that. In a nutshell, in a nutshell, you've got to believe that he exists 
and that he will do just what he says he will do. And if you can't do that, you will never please God. This same chapter gives us a listing, this same book, Hebrews, gives us a listing of saints. Gives us a listing of saints that are gone on before who actually did that, who actually believed God, who actually believed what he said who believed that he exists and who believed that he would do exactly what he said he would do. Look at it. Verse 4 says, Abel had faith. Is that in your book? Abel had faith and he offered a more perfect gift than his brother. Verse 5 says, Enoch had faith. Said he had faith and, and because of his faith, he was translated to glory without ever seeing death. All because of faith. Verse 7 says, Noah had faith. Had faith to build an ark when it had never rained before. Are y'all hearing me? Verse 8 says, Abraham had faith. And because of his faith, he went looking for a city whose builder and maker was God. I'm just talking about folk who showed they had faith. This is just a few. Just a few of the faith soldiers. It's few of those who believe the Bible and believe what the Bible says. And the Bible says that all of these folk died in faith. Read the Bible. It says all of these folk, these folk that I just listed, they all died in faith. Watch this. Having never received the promise. Never received the promise. But because they had faith, although they never received it, Yet they embraced it, and by faith, they saw it afar off. Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, my brothers and sisters, you got to see some stuff that ain't there right now. You got to be able to look beyond where you are and look afar off. They saw it afar off. They never got a chance. These folk that are listed right here, they never got a chance to see the Son of God born in a manger. They never got a chance to see him wrapped in swaddling clothes. They never got a chance to see him healing the sick and raising the dead. They never saw him go to Calvary to die for the sins of the world. Are y'all hearing me? They, they, and they sure never, never saw him get up on the third day morning. But the Bible says, although they didn't see it, y'all ain't hearing this, although they didn't see it, by faith, the word says, they embraced it. Oh, my brothers and sisters, you got to learn how to embrace some things you can't see. By faith, they embraced it and they realized, watch this, we didn't see, we haven't seen any of that, but they realized that we are just pilgrims. It's right there in the book. I said, we, we are just pilgrims. In other words, they, they were not here. Yeah, they, 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 were, they realized that, that we ain't got to see everything. We are just characters in one scene of a play. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, this play ain't over until God says it's over. So right there in, in, in the text, right there in the Bible, it says, so they kept on searching. They kept on searching. They went looking for a city. 
whose builder and maker was God. My brothers and sisters, that's faith. That's faith. Faith that, 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 that all of us should strive to grow to. Uh, we ought to all strive to a faith where everything ain't got to be right in our faces. We got to learn how to believe in some stuff just because God said it. But before I take my seat, before I take my seat, I want to point one more thing. I want to point you to a faith of this woman listed here in Scripture, a faith of this woman, this woman whose name is Martha. I want to point you to this is a special faith here, a woman whose name is Martha, yeah, who, who takes faith to a whole nother level. Her name is Martha. She didn't make this list, but she, 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 she's in my list. She, she, she took faith to another level. You've heard the story. You've heard the story. I won't go through all of it. Her brother died. Brother, his name was Lazarus. He died while, while they were waiting on Jesus to come. You remember the story. They sent for Jesus and told him that the brother was sick, but Jesus did not show up, and now their brother is dead. Let me show you something. Read the story. You'll find that Jesus intentionally waited until her brother was dead to show up. You, you remember, you remember, yeah, 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 read the story, you remember. She ran out when Jesus did finally decide to show up. She ran out to meet Jesus. She could not hold her disappointment, and she said, Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But here is where I want to get to, verse 22. In verse 22, she carries faith to a whole different level. Listen to her. Jesus, he's dead. He's been dead for four days. His body is already smelling by now. But watch this. But even now. <laughs> are y'all hearing this? Been dead for four days. His body is smelling. But even now. Whatever you ask of God, God will give it to you. Now, that's, that's faith to the next level right there. Now, that, that's next level faith. Now, you know the rest of the story. You know the rest of the story. You remember how Jesus went on and raised her brother from the dead. But here is where I want to leave you. I want to leave you looking at Radical faith. That's the kind of faith we need to live right now. I want to leave you looking at here is a faith that looks beyond sickness, a faith that looks beyond death, a faith that even looks beyond the fact that Jesus didn't show up on time and says, in spite of all of that, I still believe that God can turn this thing around. Oh, y'all, I wonder if there's anybody in the house yeah, looks at the world right now and who really believes that God can turn this mess around. 
I wonder if there's anybody that looks at the news every day and almost despair, but I believe that God can turn this. Are y'all hearing me? Folk getting shot on the street every night. I just believe that there is a God who can turn, who can turn this all around. A faith that says, Lord, you didn't do what I wanted you to do. Y'all ain't hearing me. A faith that says you didn't do what I wanted you to do when I wanted it done, but even, in, even though you didn't move when I wanted you to move, I'm still trusting you. I still believe you can turn. Are y'all hearing me? Here's a faith that says, although death has already come, Although the body is cold and rigor mortis has set in, although we've already been to the funeral, we already stopped by the cemetery and buried the body, we already had to eat repast and ate up all the chicken and potato salad, but even now, God, y'all ain't hearing me, even now, still believe you can turn this thing Around. I'm trying to give somebody some hope up in here today. Somebody who walked up in here almost ready to throw up your hands. I'm trying to give you some hope. He can turn it all. One of I got a witness here. He can turn it all around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is a faith that wrestles somewhere between possibility and probability. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. You see, most folk will tell you in a minute that all things are possible, but then they will turn right around and doubt whether or not it's probable or not. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, yeah, they'll tell you all things are possible, but then they'll turn right around and say it probably won't happen. Oh, y'all hear me? But what I need is an even now faith. Anybody here? Anybody here? Got an even now faith that believes that God can step right into the middle of anything. I wonder if I got one witness in the house that God is able, that he's able to step right in the middle of your situation right now. Oh, oh, let me, let me help you out. Even now, faith is a faith that you have when circumstances and situations say that it's too late. When folk are saying that it ain't no way, then is the time for even now, faith. Even now, faith is faith uh, that will have you to hold on when all of the naysayers are saying that it will never happen. That's even now faith. Y'all ain't hearing me. Even now faith is faith uh, that you have to muster when the crowd gathers around to watch you sink. Has anybody ever been there? Yeah. When folks start gathering around to watch you uh, fall down, you've got to have uh, that even now faith. 
Even now faith is faith uh, that you got to have uh, when uh, there is a lack of substance. Yeah. When the lack of substance has destroyed your hope. Yeah. And the absence of evidence uh, has almost caused you to stop looking. Uh, you need an even now faith. It's that kind of faith that Martha had here in the text. When even after her brother had died. Are y'all hearing me? Even after her brother had been in the grave for four days. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, although he was already dead, here is a faith that says, even now, yes, uh, Jesus, I know you can turn this thing around. Are y'all hearing me? But then we get another glimpse at the mysterious ways of Jesus. Can't sit down without pointing this out. In verse 15, uh, in John, he says, uh, I'm glad that I didn't get there on time. What kind of savior is that? He said to Ma, he said to his disciples, uh, yes, he's already dead, and I'm glad that I didn't get there on time because it's going to give me an opportunity yeah, to show you uh, something about me. Yeah, You're going to learn something about me uh, that you would never have learned if I showed up on time. Yeah, Y'all ain't hearing me. There's something about waiting on the Lord. Yeah. Somehow when you have to wait on him, you'll learn something that you would not have learned if he came right on time. Are y'all hearing me? If he had gotten there on time, they probably would have seen another healing. Yeah. But since he was late getting there, yeah, he says, I'm going to show you that I'm more than a healer. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me. I'm going to show you uh, that I've got power yeah, even over life and death. Yeah. And he said, Lazarus, uh, you come forward. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, because I was late here. Yeah. You're going to see that I am uh, the resurrection and the life. Yeah. Oh, my brothers uh, and my sisters, uh, it's time for radical faith. Yeah. A faith uh, that can look at a marriage yeah, that looks like it's falling apart uh, and say, even now, yeah, I believe uh, that God uh, can turn it uh, all around. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, a faith uh, that can look at the same child yeah, that everybody else has given up on. Yeah. A faith uh, that can look at that same child yeah, who has been labeled uh, as a troubled child yeah, and say, that's all right. Uh, my faith tells me uh, that even now, yeah, God uh, can turn uh, that child around. Uh, are y'all hearing me? Uh, a faith uh, you already uh, got your foreclosure notice yeah, and you're just waiting uh, any day yeah, for them to come uh, and put you out. Uh, but I'm talking about a faith uh, that says even now yeah, I believe uh, 
that God can step in and make everything all right. I want to help somebody. Somebody that's been struggling with a drug addiction. And folk are telling you that you will always be an addict. But I want to tell you something. Even now, God, God is able to turn it all around. Yes. What is it? What is it that you're wrestling with? What is it that you're giving up on right now? I close by giving you these words. Have you any rivers that you think are uncrossable? Have you any mountains that you can't tunnel through? God specializes in things that we call impossible. Have you afflictions that you think are uncurable in spite of all that the doctors can do? I'm here to tell you God specializes in things that we call impossible and he can do what no other power can do yes 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 let me show you yeah one more yeah impossibility yeah on friday they hung him on a cross on friday he died on friday they laid him in a barry tomb but the good news is early early sunday morning he got up he got up with all power in his hand yes yes It's time, it's time, it's time for radical faith, it's time to reach out and grab a faith that you never thought about before, it's time now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And have you 
any mountains that you can channel through God specializes in things thought impossible and he'll do what no other power Holy Ghost power can can do have you any affliction that you think uncurable and the doctor those old doctors done all they can do And he'll do what no other power, Holy Ghost power, can, can do. This is your invitation. Wherever you are, we serve a God who can deal with the impossible. And he's seeking to save your soul on today. Seeking to make you whole on today. If you will, just stand to your feet in the sanctuary or wherever you may be, virtually. We give you the invitation. Jesus says, come unto me. That if you believe... In your heart and confess it with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. The Bible declares he will save you from your sin. So come on somebody. What do other power can do? Come on somebody. I'm glad that God Come on, come on. Specializing. God. Specializing. Is there one to come? Give your life. You, wherever you may be, God. He specializes. If you're burdened. He specializes in trouble. He specializes. God 
Bless the Lord in this house. Bless the Lord in this house. We thank God today. Jesus is real. We thank God that the word has been preached and we thank God that his spirit is yet alive. These young people right here, these are, these are my family. This is my niece and my great nephew. Amen. This is Amen. This is Lily and Cal. They are coming home. They, they're coming home. And we just bless the Lord for you. Welcome home. Welcome home. That's a beauty, beautiful thing. You can come home when you can't go nowhere else. 
We thank God for family. Thank God that that fellow right there. Stand up over there. Hey, Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting on you, but that's all right. That's, that's, that's my brother. These are his children, and we just bless God. We bless God for my brother Clarence. Thank God for y'all. God bless. We're going to get some more information from you before you leave, but right now you can go back and have a seat. Y'all bless the Lord with me. mercy endureth all generations. All Amen. right, all right. Yeah, you can yeah, thank yeah. God for his goodness, but you can also shout for his mercy. Yeah, yeah. That mm -hmm. if you have clothes on your back, and food on the table, and a reasonable uh, of health and strength, that's God's goodness. Yeah, but yeah. But the very fact that you and I are here today is because of his mercy. Yeah, yeah, but the Bible says it's because of his mercy that we are not consumed. Is there anybody here that thank God that you have not been consumed? That We thank God for that. Just a few notes on today, or today rather, before we leave. Bible study opportunities continue here at Salem Church. We thank God for all of them. Every Sunday morning you can join our general class virtually from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. A.M. and also our children's study begins at 2 p.m. and our youth fellowship uh, every Sunday begins at 6 p.m. We also have Wednesday night and Wednesday afternoon. I'm sorry, Wednesday noonday Bible studies at 11 a.m. every Wednesday, and then our Bible studies at night resume at uh, 6:45 for the adults, and then also for our children at 6 p.m. Amen. God has been good um, in upcoming events for us uh, next, oh, I'm sorry, April the 10th, we will be celebrating our pastoral anniversary. Give God praise for the man of God in this house. Give God praise for the man of God. Amen. Uh, 11 o'clock services on, on that Sunday, the 10th of April. Also Sunday, the 17th of April, we will be celebrating Easter together. Amen. Out doors. Amen. Had a wonderful right. time on last Amen. year and looking for another wonderful time this year. All right. And that's the 17th. Uh, other information can be found uh, either online or if you have uh, bulletins uh, in the house, bulletins will give other information. Uh, we want to thank God for all of you uh, in the spirit of giving. We want to thank God for your stewardship. Thank God for all that you have done, uh, both electronically and for those who bring their offerings every Sunday. We want to thank God for your stewardship. You give not to the local church, but you give to the kingdom of God universal. Amen. So we thank you for that. Continue to pray for those in our family and abroad who deal with bereavement. We want to thank God that God is a God who comforts us. And so for those who have lost loved ones or for those who are dealing with sickness, we continue to ask to pray. I heard a prayer this morning uh, from our sister and our pastor, Penny Pitts, about the prayer for Ukraine. Continue to pray for Ukraine. God can, can, can do mighty works anywhere. Amen. Amen. Uh, as we leave on to, uh, today, we would ask that you would leave uh, to my left and your right out the doors here. And that we would ask you to fellowship in the parking lot. I want to thank God for that. Um, want to have our pastor come. We have notes that we need to have from him.
say amen, somebody. Amen, amen. Let me, let me uh, introduce us this morning. We are so pleased and so proud to have with us uh, one who is running for a public office. And it's a face that is all of us are familiar with and who's been working for all of us already. Uh, we have in our presence this morning Lucy Macbeth. Uh, Lucy, won't you stand? Amen. 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 Running, running for the House 7th District, and uh, we just thank you so much for all that you're already doing. And we're glad that you're here in this place. Stand up again. Let everybody see you. Get a good look. Amen. Amen. We are happy to have you at Salem and. Uh, we're in hopes that before election time, we're going to have a chance to get you back so that we can actually talk with you and see. And those who are here today, please feel free uh, just to join in with her. We're so happy to have you at Salem. God bless your heart. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask you all, we're going to move right into uh, communion service in a moment, but I'm going to ask you all, if you would, to indulge us my family is here. Uh, all these people moving around all over the building. These are, these are my family. And uh, we've been blessed during this time of being shut in over these last couple of years. Uh, uh, shut in so tight that we've got some new babies. <laughs> Amen. I'm glad, I'm glad to be coming out. <laughs> We've got some new babies in the family, and uh, today God has worked it out so that I could invite them to come, that we might bless these new babies today, and uh, that my family could spend this day with me. So I'm going to ask you all to just indulge me as we just bless these two new babies in the family. If you, I'm going to ask my family, if you all would just bring those babies in, wherever you are, you all just come up. Come up. Amen. It doesn't matter if we're close up here. We're all family. It's okay. <laughs> Amen. These are all my nieces and my nephews and my brother. Uh, uh, y'all just come in, come in tight. We, we, anything y'all got, we already got it. <laughs> Where, where's Bea? Come, somebody get her a chair. You need it? You okay? All right. All right. Precious. We're seeing, we, we're seeing babies for the first time, and they'll send me, so don't, if they act ugly, don't y'all laugh. They, they just don't know me yet. But I'm the favorite uncle. You will, we'll get that. We. <laughs> Let's see. Where's the other the, the envelope? Let me see. Let me make sure. I thank you all for just being patient with me for this moment. This is a great time in the life of our family. My brother and I, we are great, great uncles now. 
And uh, we, we are just grateful to God because we realize that God has blessed. Am I? You okay, Grandma? Come up here. <laughs> yeah, come here, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you're Grandma. <laughs> yeah. You got other grandmas here? Where's the rest of them? Granddaddy, come on, come on back here. Yeah. Grandma, come here. There you are, yeah. They don't make grandmas like they used to. They're younger now. <laughs> okay. Let us hear the word of the Lord as it comes to us in Deuteronomy 6, 6, and 7. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. This is the commandment of God, that we should diligently rear our children in the most holy faith. In obedience to this command, these parents bring these children, bring them to the Lord. The precedent for ceremony of baby dedication is found in Scripture, as in the presentation of Samuel by Hannah. By Jesus, by Jesus, by Joseph and Mary, Paul reminded Timothy that from a child he had known the Holy Scripture. Jesus considered the little ones infinitely precious. And he said, suffer little children to come unto me and forbid them not. For such is the kingdom of heaven. The purpose of baby dedication is really found in the purpose of parents. And rightly understood the ceremony is a ceremony of parents dedicating themselves, pledging themselves to obey the commandment of Paul, to provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Ceremony is meaningless unless all of us commit ourselves to do right by these children, to all of us assemble to these parents, to these grandparents, uncles, aunts, great-uncles, great-aunts, grandmas, everybody. If it be your intention to present these children, have this. let me make sure I got the names right. Gabriel, Gabriel and Celia. If it be your intention to present these children to the Lord and bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, please say I do to the following promises. Do you hear this day? Recognize these children as gifts of God and give heartfelt thanks to God for these blessings. If so, your answer is, we do. Do you hear this day? Dedicate these children to the Lord who gave them to you. If so, your answer is, we do. Do you hear this day? Promise to give these children every possible benefit of home, of school, and of church. If so, your answer is, we do. Do you hear this day? Ask God's blessings upon them to guide God and direct them throughout all of their years? If so, your answer is, we do. We do. Amen. Let us pray. Let's have Celia first. Can, will Celia, is she going to let me? Precious. God bless. Y'all bless the Lord for Celia. Ah. Okay. Y'all stay close. Stay close. God, we thank you so much for this life, for how you have blessed this family and blessing it yet another generation. 
We thank you, dear God, for Celia. We thank you for all that you have entrusted in her care. Thank you, dear God, for how now, dear God, you have brought into this world safely. And our prayer now, dear God, is that you're going to keep us safe. Our prayer now, dear God, is that you're going to encamp your angels around about her to keep her in all of her ways. My prayer, dear God, is that you're going to just keep her in your care, that you'll never leave her alone. Now, Father, we thank you for her parents, her mother, her father, her grandparents. Thank you for aunts, uncles. Just thank you for family. Thank you, dear God, that we all know who you are and that you will bless us and keep us. And in everything you do, Father, we give you praise. We give you thanks. Thank you for this blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Now, Gabriel. All right. Do I have a chance? God bless you. Y'all bless the Lord for Gabriel. Ah. Ah. Yeah, let's pray. God, we thank you again for this wonderful blessing. A blessing, dear God, that you have bestowed upon this family. And our prayer now, dear God, is that you will just keep her in all of her ways. My prayer, dear God, now, dear God, is that you will encamp your angels around about her. Thank you, dear God, for parents. Pray, God, your blessings upon them that they might continue to be steadfast and unmovable. Father, we thank you for the blessing to this family, that this family will continue to go on and on. And not only do we go on and on, dear God, but we continue to believe on you. We continue to trust you. We thank you, dear God, for parents, grandparents, godparents, aunts, uncles, everybody here. We just pray now, dear God, that our days are going to be wonderful days and that you're going to keep and bless. And in everything you do, Father, we're going to give you all of the praise, all of the glory, and all of the honor. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, well, I can't believe it. <laughs> All right. God bless you. Oh, good to see everybody. Bless you. There's nothing like family. Nothing like family, and I, I, I just thank God. I thank you all so much for just allowing us this time. Uh, as a pastor, I miss a lot of family stuff. I don't get to spend a lot of time with family. A lot of the family gatherings I don't get to go to. So I have to take these moments and get a chance to celebrate with them. So it's just so good to see everybody. God bless and God keep. blood that Jesus shed for me. That's how officers come.
I'll bow your heads. Heavenly Father, we come today, Lord. We come thanking you for this opportunity, Lord. Lord, we know what happened here today, Lord. We, we know what happened over 2,000 years ago, Lord, that you sent your son, Lord, that he might die for us, Lord. Lord, we don't never want to forget what he did for us, Lord, how he set us free, Lord, how he gave oh, us yes. opportunity to come to him, Lord. So this day, Lord, we actually touch the wine and the bread, Lord, that it be turned from a kernel you that we used be spiritual, Lord, that we might glorify your name, Lord. Let us never forget the precious blood that will said on Calvary for our sin. This we ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, yeah. Dear Lord, dear Lord. That gives me strength from day Today, it will never If you would, all around the building, just lift your hands. The blood that Jesus shed for me. The blood.
yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. It's right. <laughs>
take that's just one verse of one song that I would that we would all just lift our voices and sing together. There's a fountain Amen. filled with blood, and it's drawn from Emmanuel's vein. That sinners plunge. And that's that's us. That's us. Sinners plunge beneath that flood and lose all their guilt. He took the cup, says, This is the new covenant, New Testament in my blood. Take and drink you all of it. And as often as you do this, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. Don't you fool yourself. He's coming back. In the midst of all that's going on here, I don't believe it's going to be very long, but he's coming back. He's coming back to gather his own. And when he comes, my prayer is that we're ready, that we're waiting on him to come. Again, God bless you. God keep you is our prayer. Thank you so much for allowing us time as a family to celebrate together. It just occurred to me, was Curtis down here with us? Okay. All right, Curtis. It's hard for me to see Curtis as a great uncle. <laughs> me, me and my brother, we, 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 get, we looked apart. Curtis ain't quite there yet, but just keep, keep working at it, Kurt. <laughs> amen, amen. But it's just so good. Thank you, family. To all of those who are visiting with us, do we have folk who are visiting with us today? Stand wherever you are. Yeah, all right. Yeah, God bless you. So, so happy. So, so happy. 
to have you here in this place with us. Hope you'll come back to see us and please let us get a chance to know you before you leave here today. And those who are visiting virtually, we're just happy to have you tune in to Salem Baptist Church. God bless you. God keep you is our prayer. God be with you till we meet again. There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.